0: Love Talk Radio.
1: ken kessler and we are live it is saturday march 24th uh phone lines are open and a couple people are already on the line so um, if you want to call in and talk to our guest today 347-838-9903 is the number Um, if you're listening on blog talk radio on the blog talk radio website you can scroll down pop in the chat room and join us there hi to everybody in the chat room uh, you can also connect through social media: facebookcom Tapestry, at psychic tapestry on Twitter, and you can go by our website psychictapestry.com. And in the lower right, excuse me, in the lower right corner, you'll see a little blue box that says "Send us a message," and you can connect that way as well. Phone is the best because you may have follow-up questions for us; we'll probably have them for you, and uh, the back and forth is easier on the phone. But you could be at work, or you could be somewhere that doesn't allow that. Or or doesn't or or you just can't quite call in or maybe you don't want to and and for whatever reason and all of that is okay that's why those other options are available to you. Um, this is a first for Psychic Tapestry. We've been doing this show I think for almost five years now, and this mm-hmm. is <clears throat> this is the first time that we have actually talked about drumming. Um, my guest today is Stina Ludke from Shamanic Serendipity. Hi, Stina.
2: Hi. Hi.
1: Oh, How good. are it you, Ken? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, thank you.
1: Um, thank you for in advance for um, giving up part of your Saturday for us. I appreciate that. Oh gosh, um, I almost forgot. As as we were starting the music, um, I always get questions about the music, and I always forget to, um to address it. Um, the music that was starting at the beginning of this was just um, a, a, just a, a piece of uh, Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. And I used that because I thought that would be funny for a show like this to use Dead Man's Party, <laughs> because it kind of is. Um, so that's that's what that music is at the beginning. It's the same music at the end, but some people have asked, if you hang on till the very end, after we've said all our goodbyes and the music builds up, and it ends, you hear um, you hear a, a big laugh and a door close. And that's Vincent Price from Thriller. That's his little laugh at the end and the tomb closing. And I also thought that would be very funny because that's the end of the show. So he's closing the door right. on it. So, um, uh, but it. somebody, somebody uh, last week or the week before in the chat room had posted um What's that scary laugh? That's that. Oh my god! And and so I wanted to make sure that, you know, it's not anything bad. It's um, it's just it's just clever radio trick thing, and, uh, and I just wanted everybody to know. So anyway, so so there's there's that. Um, gosh, where to start, Stina? Um, I guess let's start with how you got into your metaphysical path. How did that, um, how did did you come into that?
2: Well, um, I've been kind of on a metaphysical path ever since I was little, you know. Um, But uh, the last two and a half years have been really um, just a a new awakening um, since I stepped on the shamanic path. Um, and started uh, practicing shamanism And really getting back in touch with my roots um, But I've always had it in my blood um, My dad's family on his mother's side All of the, the gals have had um, special gifts I guess you could call them And um, yeah, so and my mom's side I'm part Sami, which is the... Uh, Northern Scandinavian nomadic tribes, reindeer herders, um, that go from Norway, Sweden, Finland, and part of uh, uh, Russia. So they travel across the borders, uh, north of the Arctic Circle, and um, shamanism and um, a lot of mystical, magical stuff is uh, incorporated in, in their belief structure as well. So it's in my bones. (laughs)
1: um as you got cooking along on your path and and you had the built-in history of it um what what came first for you
2: um well when i was 16 i uh was starting to see ghosts um voices uh you know that kind of thing um when i was a a teenager and in my early 20s i did a lot of like ghost chasing and um paranormal uh stuff i I worked at a metaphysical shop um and so i got really into crystals and uh just being able to um you know, feel the energy of crystals. I, I got attuned to Reiki uh when I was nineteen and um I, I always joke and say that Reiki is like the metaphysical gateway drug. Um <laughs> once you start uh, with Reiki then you just keep going. <laughs>
1: um oh, sorry, I uh Mercury retrograde has 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 Played with my computer some so. Anyhow, Uh-oh. Um, no, it's it's everything is gonna be okay. I just keep telling <laughs> myself that.
2: Um, That's a good mantra to have.
1: It is. Um, we we are going to be doing yeah. some readings a little bit later on in the show. Um, mm-hmm. Where did that come in on your past?
2: Um, It came in early. I was actually at a metaphysical shop. I think I was 15 or 16. Just, you know, tooling around downtown um, in a little town that I I lived in. And um, I went in. I was looking at the, the tarot cards and I was looking at the Oracle cards and just like wide eyed and like, ooh, these are really interesting. I'm curious. I don't know how they work. And a deck flew off the shelf and bonked me on the head. And uh, the owner of the, the shop was like, well, I guess that deck picked you. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> it just it yeah. fell off. I didn't mean to knock it off. And it's like, no, I've never seen that happen before, but it definitely, I saw it. It actually like flew off the shelf and hit you. So, uh, I, I, paid for the deck and I bought a book and um, you know, after about two or three weeks, I threw the book away because the book didn't jive with uh, what I was feeling internally about when I was pulling a card. And um, so I just started working more intuitively with the Tarot and with uh, Oracle cards. And now I think I've got probably 20 twenty five decks. Um it it's a bit of an obsession. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they 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 are all um wonderful and have their own uh special place in my heart and um I I found a tarot deck here. It's called uh, Animal Totem Tarot by Lisa Robertson and I love that it actually kind of works hand in hand as a tarot deck but also a, an oracle deck and it I found that it speaks to people's um spirit animals, their their animal guides. Um so I, I like that it kind of bridges that gap between um cardomancy and shamanism. So
0: cool. Yeah.
1: Um you know it, it's it's interesting when you when you say the um, that the deck kind of flew off the shelf and bonked you on the head, I can't tell you how many people I've had on this show or or talked to even outside of this show, who have had similar experiences where a uh, 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 a tarot deck or an oracle card deck um, fell off the shelf when they were there. Yeah. Um. The, the yeah, way that the they deck pick, picks you. they pick you. <laughs> and it's and it's really cool. Um, I do want to throw out this caveat about that that. It doesn't mean you can't read cards if a deck doesn't fly off the shelf to you. It doesn't happen for everybody that way and it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Cuz I know. And just saying that I could imagine somebody's listening. Well, I've been very interested in tarot but nothing has flown off the shelf at me, so I guess I can't do it. That's not quite oh, it. Oh
2: no, um, no. That's not, at all. not it at all. I mean it's just like drawing. Anybody can learn to read tarot cards, read oracle cards. Um, it's just like any other skill. Um, there are some people who are more gifted than others, but um, you know that's something that if you feel drawn to learn about it, innately there's probably some sort of a gift that you wouldn't be drawn to it if you really didn't feel like that was something that was your bag you know
1: yeah and um and you had mentioned you had somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 uh decks i'm guessing that all 25 of those didn't fly off at one time or another and bonk you on the head
2: no, no. Um, only one has flown off and bonked me on the head. The rest have either been gifted to me um, or I've gotten them through purchase uh, or through uh, like a a psychic tool exchange where people bring, you know, the, the decks that aren't working for them, the pendulums, the uh, you know, whatever tools that are no longer serving them. And mm-hmm. we put them all out and it's like... You know, ooh, I like this. I'll I'll trade you this deck for that deck, and it's it's a pretty cool, cool thing, to have happen. So mm-hmm. I've I've adopted some decks. I've bought some decks. Some have just been gifted to me, and uh, well, then and it was so funny because the one that bonked me on the head was a fairy tarot.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've gotten I I have uh, some pendulums that I got that way at a at an exchange like that. Um, and it's, it's very cool. Um, and if you have a a metaphysical shop near you, um, ask them if they do that or when the next one is, those are, those are really cool. And if you have something that, um, that you're not using anymore or that doesn't quite work the way you thought it would, um, whether it's a deck or a pendulum or crystals or what have you, um, it's a great way to, uh, to replace that energy. So, so that's a very cool idea. Um, where did the drums come in?
2: Well, um, the drums came in. Well, I, once I started on my shamanic path, um, my mentor uh, uses a drum to help us journey, um, and because it a six to eight beat per minute um, drumming actually brings out a, a theta wave which is like that pre-dream cognitive state where you can go in and um, it's almost like lucid dreaming. Um, you can create the reality that you want and all of that. So I, I really was intrigued by the drums. And uh, shortly into my, my path on the, the shamanic path, I ended up coming across um, a morning dove and, Shimonically, it told me that it wanted me to use its wings to make smudge fans, and um, that was a very odd experience for me because I had never dealt with that kind of thing before. But, you know, when spirit uh, stops you in the middle of Claremont Mesa Boulevard at 7 (laughs) a.m., you tend to listen, Uh, so... (laughs) Uh, I started making smudge fans after that and um, rattles and then um, Don Schultz from Different Drum up in Sacramento, he actually came down, um, let me see, it was Memorial Day weekend last year and he had a drum workshop and I I felt very strongly to, I want to make my own drum. And so I signed up for the class and I getting into it the first step I it was like I was remembering something it was like I was jumping on the bike again after not riding for several years I was like oh yeah I remember how to do this even though I'd never made a drum before and so I know that past lives I've I've done this type of work and ever since then it's just been, <laughs> um, you know, a wonderful obsession that I have grabbed onto with both hands. Um, I've made close to 100 drums in a little under a year, and uh, it's just been a wonderful um, journey of being able to connect with people through the drums and being able to... Um, I don't know, there's something about drumming and um, we really need more drumming in the world right now. It seems like a really simple statement, but to be able to get back to that initial rhythm, um, that's the first sound that you hear is your mother's heartbeat. And that's what the the drums really represent. Um, And to be able to just teach other people how to make drums, make custom drums for people, uh, and just be able to give more of these sacred tools out into the, the planet, um, especially at this time where, you know, we need all the, the help and love we can get. Um, really, I just feel super, super blessed and being able to find
1: this. You know, um one of the things that I, I mentioned from time to time on this show is that any of the uh the modalities that we talk about, it it what it comes down to is something that is so simple and we like to make things complicated uh just as humans. We want a recipe, we want steps, we want to believe that there has to be ritual and all these things and Increasingly, I find when I go from thing to thing, whether it's mediumship or uh, card reading or um, crystal healing or any of those things, it's intention that is the most important thing, seems to me. Mm-hmm. And, and there aren't, you know, you wanna, if you want to communicate with an angel, you don't need to read a ton of books and take a ton of classes. You don't even need to know their names. You can just ask angels, whatever angels are around me, please help me with whatever. And that's and, and that's how simple it is. And I feel like this goes to to drums too. certainly not making drums, but in using them for for healing, for meditation, for journeying, for whatever it is that you want to use them for, you don't need to worry that you're doing it wrong or that there's some secret way or you're going to mess it up. Um, it's it's really what your intention is. And I know that uh, a lot of us are familiar with the idea of drum circles, um, whether you seen it on a TV show or a movie or something, or maybe you've even been to one or or your local shop has them. Um, those are great and important, but this is also something that you can do um, by yourself in your home, in your apartment, mm-hmm. wherever you are, right? It, is, Absolutely. it, it can be that easy.
2: Um, yeah, it can be that easy. I mean, I lead drum circles, um, at Mystic Isle and I attend drum circles elsewhere. Um, but you know, usually I start out with like the first lesson. I'm like, okay, hold your drum in your non-dominant hand, take your drumstick, raise it up and put it down onto the drum and make a sound. You are a master drummer. (laughs) Like it's as simple as that. Um, and then, you know, just get to know your drum, um, some drums prefer to be played with the hand. Some prefer a certain drumstick. Um, it, it's just you will know. It, it, it's it's really hard to put into words, but in putting it into a feeling, you know, it clicks. It feels good, um, and it, it's just you know, drumming is a great cure all for everything. I'm not talking like, you know, uh FDA or prescription or anything like that. Um but if you drum when you're sad, if you drum when you're happy, if you drum when you're angry, it helps transmute all of those feelings out of your person and back into mother earth and into the universe to be transmuted into better energy, into new ideas and new thoughts. It's very cathartic, um, and you don't need to have a doctorate in music to be able to play the drum. It's as simple as, you know, finding your own rhythm and finding your own beat. And if it doesn't match to what somebody else's beat is, so what? It just, all you have to do is just do it. And after about three minutes of drumming, your body actually starts to detox at a cellular level because of the frequency and the vibration. Um, And it it helps with cellular growth. It helps with nerve synapses. um, And if you do it in a group, like a drum circle, after about three to five minutes of drumming in sync, everybody's heartbeat syncs up, which is like super, super cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Um mm-hmm. now I I played drums as as a kid and was in various bands in um junior high and high school and college and this is a this is different yet similar different in that yes. the construction of the equipment is not um you know everybody has seen probably seen um drummers whether you've been in concert or you've been to uh or or you've just seen them in videos or whatever so you have an idea of of the construction and the you know and and that kind of thing of of that sort of drumming and this is different because you're not um you're not playing particular music. You're not trying to uh, fit into a band and be part of something else. This is something for you, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm explaining it badly because I know that, that the effects that you're talking about are similar to what you get from, I, I'm sure, from, from any musical instrument, really. Um, but the beauty of of what you're doing with these drums is that you don't have to have uh, the training you don't have to be a musician you don't you can be you can be tone deaf you can have um you can be rhythmically challenged um you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have that doesn't have to be a concern so when we're talking about uh the the drums that that cena makes and and uses it's not it's not that um the effects are are similar um, you're talking about the healing and, and all of that kind of stuff. But it's not that you have to, you, you don't need to listen to this and go, well, I don't, I don't have any musical training. I don't know how to read music. I can't play. I have no rhythm, whatever. None of that matters with this. It's all about what's in exactly. your heart. It's about exactly. your intention. And I think that's an important Absolutely. distinction. And I think if, if you take a look at, at, some of the drums that that Stina has made, and you can see, um, well, you can see dozens of these if you go to her Etsy shop. It's Etsy.com/shop/ShamanicSerendipity, and and there's a, a link on our our Facebook page to it as well. If you didn't jot all that down, but you get an idea of that these drums do not look like what you um, what most people think of as a drums because you think of Buddy Rich's drum set. Gosh, Buddy Rich has been gone for 30 years, so maybe you don't think of that. Maybe you think of somebody else's <laughs> drum set from the local rock band that you've seen or a big successful pop group or a rock group. Um, and this is, this is not that kind of thing. Um, one of the things also is that I, I think the way you make these is very unique. And I certainly want to, uh, want to talk about that, and I'm not even sure where to begin. When, uh, when you're making a drum, um, where, do, where do you start?
2: Well, um, I think the biggest thing that I, I want to uh, start with is um, my sourcing of the, the natural products because um, everything that I use is ethically sourced. So it's not coming from the meat industry. It's not coming from, um, you know, animals that are just taken um, from, for their, their hides. Um, The companies that I use, I definitely look into and I make sure that um, the hides are just one part of the animal that was used. So I do buy a majority of my my product um, from a small little place in the Pacific Northwest and they are Native American business. Uh, they All of their hides and all of their items are actually sourced um, from tribal hunt um, with the exception of, of the horse hide and I'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, the elk, the moose, the buffalo uh, and the deer are all sourced um, after they've been taken through traditional hunt. So they've been given a gratitude ceremony. They have been given the tobacco and thanked right as, you know, the, the hunter has um, come up to the animal. Um, and every single part of the animal is used. It's not like, oh, we're just needing some hides, so let's go out and, you know, to the get a couple elk and and fill our order. Um, And all of this is done before I even see the the product. Um, And with the horse, the horse is actually a natural death um, hide. So the horse themselves pass away due to natural death, and then the hide is taken afterwards. Um, So there is no traumatic, like, hunt experience with horse. Um, And a lot of my um, customers who are a little ticklish about the whole hunting thing, they fall in love with the horse drums because they know that this animal lived to its expected life and um, it was only after it passed that um, the hide was used. Uh, so, after I source the the items and I order them, I get them in, and before I do anything, I check in with the animal um, through a shamanic journey and so i journey I give them my own specific gratitude ceremony. I um, ask them permission uh, to be have them be used in the the making of these objects and um, a lot of the time the the animal is like wait what a human's giving me permission i don't get this because the, the humans usually are like nope this is the way it's going to go and you know we just have to deal with it and so a lot of times they're unexpectedly surprised, but pleasantly surprised because they're like, oh, so this is actually going to be a relationship. This is going to, we're working together. I'm like, absolutely. So uh, after I do the journey uh, and, you know, get their permission, then if I'm making a custom drum for somebody specific, I will call in that person's guides and spirit animals, any um, metaphysical helpers, angels, uh, that want to come in and I ask okay is there anything specific or um special that I need to do with this specific hide in order to make it the best it can be for this individual and sometimes they're like oh you need to add these crystals into the water while the hides are soaking or you need to put this essential oil in or you know that rosemary bush down the street go and get a sprig of it and toss it in the water um and so I, I take take mental note of it, and then once I come out of shamanic journey, I write it all down uh, so I don't forget. Uh, and then 24 to 48 hours after they've been soaking in the water, the hides are then ready to cut um, and then ready to stretch. Uh, I make the drum, I let it dry, and after it's cured, then I take and do a secondary um, shamanic journey that I actually link its energy with the owner's energy. So that way, it's almost like an imprint of a baby bird when it sees its mother for the first time. There's a a click, and there's an emotional response or a physical response that happens. People have gotten goosebumps. People have gotten teary-eyed and weepy. Some people have laughed uncontrollably. There's always a response. And that's how I know that the connection has been made. And at that point, it's the drum is an extension of the person's arm. It's two pieces of the same hole. And um, anybody else can play that drum, no problem. It'll still make a sound. It'll still make a noise. But there's a special connection between the drum and its person that just creates a wonderful, juicy environment for self-healing, working with other people, uh, working in a practice. If you're a healer, um, if you are, you know, just like to go and and drum, it'll actually create a a, a larger um, sense of community when you bring that drum to a drum circle. It's absolutely amazing how... Something so simple once again, super simple um, goes and just blossoms into this beautiful interconnected web
1: wow now is this is this the case whether you whether or not you know who's getting the drum?
2: That's a great question because I do make drums and I sell them at fairs, and I make them for I don't know who's going to get them. Um, So in that case, I just call in, like, okay, I'm making this drum. I don't know who it's going to be going for, but I'm calling in their guides. I'm calling in their allies. I don't need to know who I'm making the drum for, um, but once again, when they, they stop by my table and they pick up a drum and it makes a completely different sound than it's been making with me, or that person can't put their, the drum down, they have to continually like, pick it up and play with it. it, you can tell when there's been a connection made. And um, so even with the, the pre-made drums, I still put in that same programming. I just leave it up to my guides to find that person's guides and uh, make the connection from there.
1: Yeah, it it is. It is really amazing. And I have seen this happen firsthand. I've I've been to psychic fairs with you and I've seen people come up and and pick up a drum and be unable to put it down for for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. Um, The last time I think somebody was there with you for for several hours before they finally just decided, you know what, I'm getting the drum. Um, it is, it is really amazing to, to, to see that happen. Um, so you have talked about the, um, the animal part of this. Um, what about the the rest of the drum, the bull part? I know that that's, I, I think the way you do that is, is pretty cool as well.
2: Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I make the traditional hoop drums, which look like your regular mm, Native American drum. Um, And then also I make what are called shield drums and I make what are called bowl drums. And these are actually created from recycled wooden and bamboo bowls and platters that I've found in my... um, adventures out, thrift shopping or rummage sailing, um, and they are given a new life and uh, cut the bottom off of them and stretch the the hide over them. And the resonance in these are completely different than a traditional hoop drum um, because of the shape of the bowl it actually concentrates the sound waves that are created through the drumming and it will make like a 12-inch bowl drum will sound like an 18-inch hoop drum. It's just, they're great for um, if you like to do hiking, if you like to go out and do things, you like a big, deep, bold sound in your drum, but you don't have a lot of space. Um, bowl drums and shield drums are are great for that. Shield drums are made with more of a shallow platter um, versus a bowl. Oh, well, a bowl. So, um, yeah. And I love being able to give new things new life and new purpose, and the animals absolutely love it too because um, they're getting a new life and a new purpose. Uh, so they they really embrace it as well, and you know then I'm not feeling bad for you know the trees getting cut down because that that's saving you know our our trees for cleaning our air and you know other wonderful things instead of creating you know more hoop drums which I love hoop drums too but um, bull drums have a very special place in my heart.
1: It is absolutely amazing. I think it's so cool the the way you you make these. Um one thing I I do want to mention and um and I, I actually I think I asked you this at a psychic fair um a couple months ago. Um these are these are not toys. And no. um if you are if, if you're listening and you think hey this sounds pretty cool, I'm going to go to the to Stina's Etsy shop and check these out. Um, they're, they're also not, you know, I, I don't know another way to say it, but they're not cheap. This is a, an investment and you're paying for what Stina has been describing. This isn't something that gets slapped together in a factory. Um, because I know that, that somebody's going to see this and go and see that the first drum is $135 and they're going to go, wait, what? But I, I, and I'm sure that, that you get that. You probably get that a lot too, don't you?
2: Oh, yeah. I get it probably three or four times a day, I think. Um, But the thing is, is that you have to remember, this is not your typical plastic little kid drum. um, Mm -hmm. And I am in no way competing with the Remo drums. I love Remo drums. If you want to go and play a drum out in the middle of a snowstorm, Remo is your drum of choice because it doesn't matter what temperature, what humidity level, it's always going to make a sound. It's going to make the same sound. Um, and that's that's fine and that's great. Um, but when you're talking about something that's completely handcrafted, when you're talking about something that is ethically sourced and that's not going to be harming the environment, and that is going to have that warm sound of a, a hide drum. There's nothing that you can compare with um, besides a hide drum. And um, the, the hides themselves are expensive. Um, so time and energy, I'm probably getting less than minimum wage um, per hour making these. Um, but... It's, I do it because I feel a drive to do it. It's my passion. Um, and I try not to price them completely out of the, the hemisphere. I mean, if you look on Etsy, you can find probably cheaper drums um, than mine, but you're definitely going to find more expensive drums than mine um, as well. And for the, the, the shamanic and energetic um, programming, as well as the drum, I think that you're getting, as you said, an investment. This is going to be mm-hmm. a an instrument that you're going to be able to, with great care um, and, you know, not treating it improperly, you're going to get a lifetime of use out of it. And it might be something that you'll be able to pass down to another generation as well.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and and this is not a toy. It's it's a metaphysical tool, and that's that is different. The other thing is that every drum you make is really unique and one of a kind. Even if you make some that are similar, um, e- each one is is going to be different. It's not. It's it's not that you would go you know you would go into your local music shop or wherever and you would see a whole bunch of um, drums on the shelf um, or guitar center even and that you mm-hmm. know and they're all the same you pick which one you want and which one's on sale and you take home your snare drum for forty nine dollars and you got a deal great but not the same not the same at all right and you can you can take a look Definitely at, not the at a, and a, and. A, Again, it's etsy.com slash shop slash shamanic serendipity, and you can get an idea of, of the wide array of drums, and even, and even that's not, I mean, there are options to, to, for Steena to make a custom drum for you, and each one is going to be unique and different, and, and I think that certainly has a lot of value to it. Um, there are a bunch of people on the phone um so everybody who is is on hold, please hang in there. We are going to get to calls shortly um I wanted to ask you about a couple other things that i, I see here on the on your um on your etsy store um mm-hmm. and the the one thing that really stood out to me in the, the midst of all this and it stood out to me just because it's it 's a bit different, but it 's still and the same theme is um, is the spirit animal thing that you do, um, and we, yeah. we don't certainly have time to to do that for people um, today. But um, it's it's really cool. Um, connect with your spirit animal and receive a, a custom handcrafted item. How does this work?
2: Great question. Um, yeah, I love doing this. So I will take a shamanic journey on your behalf. And um, connect with one of your spirit animals, whichever one wants to come up. It, it might be one that's just working with you as you're going through a, a circumstance. Or it might be something that's been with you forever and ever um, through this lifetime, past lifetimes. Um, they let me know. And then I pass it on to you. Um, I give you... a. Uh, an account of what happened with the journey, if there's any healings that have been happening. Um, And then I ask the animal to show me something that they, I can find tangibly in the 3D world that will represent their energy, Um, whether it's a piece of fur, whether it's um, a crystal um, or like, I do uh, wool felting, too, so I sometimes make little critters. Um, That is, you know, a miniature version of whatever animal that I I found um, in Journey. And I will uh, send that um, item to the individual so that way when they feel like they want to really connect with that animal, um, say, like, uh, they're going through a really tough time, and they need some internal strength, say bear came in to the journey. And um, so I made a little teeny tiny little felted bear. They might carry that bear. I I would infuse it with bear's energy. um, And that would be specifically to that person alone. And then they could carry that with them um, in their pocket, in their purse, um, you know, I've had people hang it from the rearview mirror in their car. Um, somewhere you can see it or you can hold it, you can touch it. Um, and then that energy is like there. It, it just is a reminder that your animal ally is there and you can call on it whenever you need. And it's just a, a really fun thing because I, well, I love working with animals and uh, on the shamanic plane. You know, when the animals get to talk to you, it's even better. So (laughs) I love being able to give a person a message and then give them that that connection. Um, So even if you aren't on the shamanic path, even if you really are just brand new to metaphysics and you're just like, oh, well, it sounds really cool. I'd like to know what my spirit animal is, but I'm not really, like, gung-ho into the whole shamanism thing. You don't need to be. Um everybody has spirit animals, animal allies. Um and it could be a feather, it could be a piece of fur, it could be um a crystal. Uh you know, it the, the animal tells me what to do. Um so I'm just the messenger. Uh but it's it's really cool what how the connection's made every single time.
1: Wow. Um one other thing that uh I, I wanna um talk about uh that's on your your Etsy page are the crystal grids. Yeah. And and especially because as I as I look at the description of them, the uh the first grid on the list is the Mercury retrograde first aid. And I thought, "Wow, <laughs> so appropriate." I hope it's not too late. Um so well,
2: <laughs> normally, like, you know, it's, it's never too late because Mercury retrograde happens three to four times a year. So it's, you know, it it might be very minimal help this time if they were to order it and I would send it out right away. Um, they'd probably receive it at the tail end of Mercury retrograde. Uh, but it's, it's like a first aid kit. Like, you know, eventually you're going to use it. Um, so it it is just, well, depending on how big of a crystal grid you get, you have. I have the little travel ones, and then I've got, you know, different sizes. So depending on the size, um, we'll determine uh, which, which crystals go into it, as well as I take a shamanic journey with that too, and I, I tap in with my guides and your guides and figure out, okay, specifically for this person, this specific crystal will work the best for transmuting that communication breakdown or um, say they work in IT and they've been having some problems with their computers. Uh, Well, you know, maybe uh, a piece of Shungite would be what I'd want to put in the center of that crystal grid because Shungite works with EMFs and, um, you know, then possibly some black tourmaline or some obsidian to help transmute that, that energy and take the, the negative connotation from mercury retro- retrograde away. Um, I might throw in some transitional stones that encourage um, transition, that, that encourage growth because with mercury retrograde, it's not as bad as people like mercury gets a bad rap. <laughs> I mean, he's like their redheaded stepchild. Um, Yeah, things break. Things, uh, you know, go wonky. They go sideways. But a lot of times it's breaking down that old paradigm that is no longer serving you. Um, You know, it's, it's reminding you, like, hey, maybe you need to slow down. Maybe you're going so fast. And your car breaks down because you actually need to actually take a little extra time for yourself. And you've been so focused on go, 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 go that you've neglected yourself. But the car breaks down and, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to walk somewhere. Well, you go for that walk and you might see a, a beautiful tree and blossom with some bees in it. And, oh, my gosh, you driv- drove tree for the last week and you never noticed it. Sometimes things like that um, are blessings in disguise. And so I like to use mercury retrograde as a way to plant seeds and plant new things as well as getting rid of like the old outdated stuff. So there's a lot of transmutation that's going on, but then also I use a lot of quartz um, to help seed new ideas and new um thoughts new ventures that you know once mercury goes out of retrograde and goes direct again those seeds will start to grow
1: when you make a grid and and I want to talk about mercury retrograde a little bit more after this but when you make a grid for somebody um when they order one from you are the uh, are the stones fixed to a border something or do you give instructions on how they go or how does that work
2: I will give a an instruction I'll I'll send some pictures of certain ways that you can lay out the grid however I really feel that the best grids are done intuitively so I will give my customer a heads up like hey spirit came in and they said okay these are some of the stones but you already have some stones so take those stones that you feel drawn and called to touch and put those in on the grid where you feel that they need to be once again it's just like drumming um, crystal grids you can't do them wrong uh, There's the, in metaphysics as long as the intention is right and the intention is true there is no way that you can quote unquote screw it up um i really feel that the more we get out of that mindset of like oh i can't do it i don't know how to do it i'm going to screw it up i'm going to make my life worse Mm -hmm. well that's just a self fulfilling prophecy because if you're going into it with that intention well of course you're going to screw it up because you're putting that out to the universe saying that's what you want um But if you're like, okay, I'm going to give myself over to this. I'm going to check in with my still little voice and, okay, if I put this crystal right here, how do I feel? If I put this crystal right next to it, how does that feel? Uh, Oh, well, that doesn't seem like it fits. Let's put it over here. Oh, that feels much better. Um, So I give a structure and a skeleton form, um, but once again, you don't need to stick. Um, it, it's definitely not a, a box cake recipe where you have to do, you know, put the eggs in and the oil in, and then you put it in the oven for so much time, and boom, cake. Um, sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes you can just, like, hey, I'm going to put it here, 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 boom, done. Oh, that was easy. So <laughs> um, it just, you have to trust yourself with anything metaphysical. Uh, and that's, that's my biggest, my biggest thing that I've learned is to trust myself, trust my intuition. And the, the moment that you start doing that, it gets louder and it gets stronger and you feel more confident in your intuition. You feel more confident in life general. Um, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, as as we were talking about Mercury and retrograde, um, I had I had told Estina uh, I had told you be, just before the show started that I had a big computer issue on the uh, the day that Mercury went retrograde. Um, I had a a power surge and everything in the office turn, went off and came back on, except one of my computers did not come back on, and I was <laughs> was crushed devastated. So much was mm-hmm. on that that I needed that, and it would not turn on again. And I figured out after I got over, I, w- I went and took a nap because I just couldn't deal. But after after I, I did that and I must have needed that, I figured out mm-hmm. how to use the my other computer for most of what I needed. There were some things, some documents and some things I couldn't get off the other one. But I did a workaround and I figured it out and today, when I and, and I asked for lots of help from my guides, from my angels, from anybody who would listen. And uh, mm-hmm. today, uh, as I was getting ready for the show, and I sat down at my desk, I just reached over and clicked the on button on that computer, and it turned on. And I thought, oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> great. Thank you. I, I really quickly moved everything I needed to an external hard drive, so I that won't have that problem again if this is just a fluke, I don't think it is, but I, I think that
2: nothing's a fluke. Know,
1: well, I, and I, and I think that, um, I, I think that we all get so, a, a lot of us get so worked up about Mercury and retrograde that we're looking for problems. And it's kind of, uh, uh to me, it seems kind of a, a lot like the tower card in in a traditional yeah. tarot deck. um, the tower card comes up and a lot of people just freak out. Oh God, everything is ruined and everything is not ruined. Um, it's a different way of looking at things. Sometimes to build something new, you have to tear something down. You have to get rid of what no longer serves you. And we're, we've gotten, society has gotten to the point that we are, uh, we have a a hoarding mentality where we don't want to get rid of anything. And, um, Mm. and, and I think that, that mercury going in retrograde it's it's three times a year, kind of like three and a half
2: I three think. to four yeah
1: yeah um i I think it is a good reminder to to get rid of what you what no longer serves you, what you don't need anymore um and uh, you know and and it's and it's one of those things that it's easy for me to say that right now, but if it comes around to me actually doing it that's <laughs> that that's where they have to shut off one of my computers and, and make sure I'm paying attention. But, um, but I think it is, it is a bit like the tower card. It just is. Um, Mm -hmm. but all of these grids and, and you've got, I, I don't know, 15, 20 different ones that you, that you've listed on here for, for different things. And, um, and, and I, I totally agree with you about intention. I think that's so important. And I say that when, um, you know, whenever you are, uh, uh, she and I both, um, do, uh, do readings and various things at, um, at Mystic Isle, uh, in La Mesa, California. And whenever you're there, I'm always asking you crystal questions because somebody will come up and ask what this crystal is or what that one is. And sometimes I just, there's a lot of crystals I don't always know. But, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I often don't know actually. But, um, one of the things I, 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 I will tell people, when they come up and they want to know, okay, well, here's this uh, this piece of rose quartz. What does it do? What does it mean? And I can give you the, the sentence or two little, you know, fortune cookie meaning of, of rose quartz mm-hmm. and love and all of that stuff. But it's intention. It's what does it feel like to you? Because there have mm-hmm. been lots and lots of books that have been written about all the metaphysical properties of crystals, but none of those crystals have read any of those books. So it's really it's what it feels like to you. If you are drawn to that pretty green crystal and it feels soothing and healing and protective or whatever, that's what it does for you. doesn't matter if you go get one of those crystals. Uh, one of those great big giant volumes of crystal Bible, whatever. And you look it up and you go, well, it's, it's not a healing crystal. You know what, for you, it is for you. It is. And that's really, that's really how simple that is. And you know, there's, there's intention and there's, you know, you have to trust and believe those are, I I know they're kind of like buzzwords, but it, it really is that simple. If, um, you go to Stina's Etsy page and you say you do want a crystal for um, for whatever uh, purpose you want on here, and you believe that it will work, and that it's your intention that this is going to do that for you, then, then it will. If you get it and you think, well, this is silly, and these are just a bunch of, of rocks, and this isn't going to mean anything, well, you know what? It's not going to mean anything for you, because you've already decided that, so… Yeah. You really you have the power to decide it, but i think I think this is so cool, all these different grids, and um if we had more time, I would go through a lot of them. um I definitely want to get the um attract and keep wealth and abundance grid i could I could certainly mm. use that yeah, who couldn't right can't
2: we all right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. I, yeah. I don't see the, I, that's one of I, my
2: favorites. I actually have <laughs> that grid always um, in my money corner in my room. Um, and it, it definitely does help. I mean, but it's not going to make him make you a millionaire. Um, however, I really like to emphasize the, you, you can attract and manifest financial abundance. That's easy. But to hold on to it and to maintain it, that's where a lot of, especially us in the metaphysical realm, like if we need a certain amount of money because we need to make that car payment or we need to pay our rent or we need to buy the thing to do the thing, we can manifest that pretty easily. But when it comes to keeping the manifestation of money um more like a steady stream instead of a drip drop, um, it's a completely, totally different mindset and a different um, program uh, that you're you're giving to the universe. Instead of like, oh, well, if I could just, you know, pay this, well, the universe is going to just, like, help you pay that. But, you know, you might just still be making, barely making the ends meet. Um, whereas if you're like, okay, instead of saying, hey, I need to pay X, Y, and Z bills, I am comfortable and abundant with my finances, so that way I am calm, at peace, and happy. That's completely different than, oh, my gosh, I need to pay my my car payment so my car doesn't get repoed. You probably get the the two or three hundred dollars that you need to pay your car payment, but is it going to make you peaceful and happy? Well, probably for a little bit. It'll probably give you that sigh of relief, but you know, next month you're probably going to have the same thing over and over again. So, programming with the universe is well, intention setting anyways, you have to be very very clear and very ah, uh, it that that's a radio show in its own. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, is is there a money drum?
2: Um hey. I actually <laughs> haven't made a money drum, but I do know a lady up in Anaheim. Her name's Debbie. And she does drum like drumming workshops and like teaching people how to drum things into their life, using a drum to manifest. So I could make a money drum. I could make a financial abundance drum. I mean, I, I make rain bringers. Um, I soak them in rainwater, stormwater. um, So that way that energy is in the drum. So when we need, especially in California, um, when we need water, when we need rain, when we're in the drought, you know, you can call upon that energy in your drum and, um, you know, try to bring water into, into the area. Um, and then also water deals with emotions too. So they're really great for um, working with individuals who maybe have a hard time expressing their emotions. Um, where they've been told their whole entire lives that, you know, they can't express emotion because that shows weakness. This helps kind of flip the script on that.
1: Um, Yeah. One, one thing that I I do want to mention for, uh, because I, because we, we, we watch so many bad TV shows or not even bad, but just Mm -hmm. it's, it's entertainment or, or see the movies and, People worry because of what they see that if I don't do it right, if I get a drum and I get the wrong drum or I play the wrong thing on it or I get the wrong crystals, that I'm going to accidentally connect with some kind of bad thing or release some bad thing. And, um, and, and, it's, and it's not true. There's not a, there's not yeah, a bad crystal. That's Hollywood. And there's not, yeah, it is, and it's not. So you don't have to know. You don't have to have no. taken training and schooling to be able to to get a drum from Steena or to get a crystal grid, and you don't have to worry that if you get a crystal grid and you put, you know, and that you put the kyanite in the wrong place. Oh no! Now instead of instead of it protecting me, it's released all these demons. No, that's not going to happen. So it, it's no, your intention. No, it
2: doesn't happen that way. No. Exactly. It, um, yeah, and it's its all about yeah your intention that you're putting forth. As long as your intention is pure, um, you don't have to worry about that. It, it's just like the um, old fallacy that if you push the wrong button on the computer keyboard, everything will explode. Yeah. That's, that's not going to happen. I mean, you have to work really hard to, like, erase your hard drive. And then it yeah. still can be sometimes that get, like, re- reclaimed. Um, and it's just like, you know, the, the people who are afraid of having a malicious intent, um, because they don't know what they're doing, your guides have your back. Your guides are not going to allow you to do anything where it's not going to be in your highest and best good. And if you yeah. really, really are concerned about it, you can always do a very short prayer in the beginning before you do anything. Like call upon your your angels, call upon whatever, you know, um, God or the universe or whoever you believe in, um, you know, the goddess sure that my path is in my highest and best good, that my intention that I'm setting with this drumming, that my intention that I'm setting with this crystal good is going to be in my highest and best good. And then, you know, yeah. just listen to yourself because they're not, you've already given them the marching orders. They're not going to let you walk off a cliff
1: yeah it it really it really is that simple um mhm and they, again um Christina's, uh etsy shop is at etsy com slash shop slash slash shamanic serendipity lots of s's there um yeah the link is up yeah the link is up on our facebook page too um if you if uh if you didn't jot that down you can you can cruise by there later and, and check it out um, very cool. um I have like a million other questions I want to ask you, but we have a ton of people hanging on the phone, so I want to kind of shift into um taking some calls if you have got um questions about any of the stuff we've been talking about drums and crystal grids and 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 all of that kind of stuff um, shamanic journeys. Um, we'll, we'll certainly talk about that. Stina also has, um, I don't, I don't imagine that you have all 25 decks right in front of you.
2: No, I, uh, just brought the, the animal totem tarot. Um, that's my, my go-to that I've been working with a lot lately. Um, that's the one that I mentioned kind of bridges, the cartomancy Mm -hmm. with the shamanism, um, and so that one is the one that I'll be working with today, uh, answering questions.
1: Okay. Any particular kind of questions? Um, or is anything fair game?
2: Um, everything's fair game. And, um, because I also do, um, some mediumship, uh, and my guides are exceedingly vocal. So I, I might even mm-hmm. be giving you messages that, that don't come out in the cards. Um, so it's it's a mixed bag, but anything goes.
1: Okay, fair enough. Three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is the number. Uh, if you are listening on the Blog Talk Radio website, um, you can scroll down, pop in the chat room, and join us in there. Um, you can also connect through uh, social media: Facebook slash Psychic Tapestry at Psychic on Twitter, or um, go to PsychicTapestry.com, and in the lower right, you'll see a little blue box that says send us a message, and you can connect that way as well, but let's go ahead and start grabbing some of these phone calls. Hi, thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name?
3: Hi, Ken. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Where are you calling from? Calling from California.
1: Okay, and how can Steena help you today?
3: Yeah, I don't have a particular question. I would just love to know what you um, pick up for me in, in terms of what's in store for me in the next couple of months or so.
0: Okay. Let
2: me see here. Okay. So I just pulled a three-card reading for you, um, kind of past, present, future. And um, the, the first uh, card represents the, um, the recent past and it is Ace of Pentacles which is actually represented <laughs> it makes me laugh, it's represented by the dung beetle um, and Ace of Pentacles deals with um, you know uh, it's the pinnacle of abundance, it's the pinnacle of finance um, the, the dung beetle gathers its, its food source And it rolls it into a ball um, many times the size of its body and it rolls it backwards um, to its little home. And so I I see that you've been, it's very industrious. You've been working really hard towards something. Um, And then the the medium middle card is presently what's going on and it's uh, the 10 of swords. So I'm seeing that, you know, you had um, maybe some friction uh, or you had a a disappointment, um, but that is completed. That, that disappointment, that, that cycle is, is over. Um, Any kind of sacrifice that was made um, is, is in its um, completion. Um, So it, it actually, the, the animal associated with the Ten of Swords is a pigeon, um, and the, the pigeon is uh, actually pictured as being sacrificed. Um, so that's why I'm getting that, that feeling of you had to give something up or something was taken, um, and you probably don't feel too good about that. Um, but you're, you're moving into the Hierophants, And the hierophant is represented by polar bear. And uh, polar bear, I love the energy of polar bear because it not only is talking about, um, you know, being able to kind of pull back a little bit, be a little bit um, in a hibernative state for a little bit, But polar bear deals with a lot of, I mean, polar bears have been traditional polar bears from the beginning of the time that they were walking on this earth. Um, Things have not changed for them, and they haven't really, they're not good at adapting. Um, So it's telling me that it's a good time to kind of, Pull yourself into a little bit of a resting state. Let, let you yourself rest for a couple weeks. Um, and then uh, work with what has worked in the past. Um, so go back to basics. Go back to um, your fundamentals of uh, what, what was working before, but use that hibernate of time. To find out where it went sideways and learn from that situation so that way you can grow. And um, I pulled just one more card for you, and that's the Empress. And it is, I love this card because it is a uh, long haired cow, um, like a Scottish cow. And it's sitting in this field of heather with mountains in the back, and it's just happy and peaceful. And um, the the empress is talking about divine femininity, being in your feminine power. And um, you know, I see after that hibernative state, you're going to be so much happier. You're going to know exactly what you need to do and how you need to do it. And just unapologetically just do your thing.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay, because I do feel
3: like I've been hibernating and I'm just looking for, I don't know, some sort of... I think
2: like the next couple weeks, it'll Mm
3: -hmm. wrap up. Okay. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for calling us. Bye-bye. Uh 347-838-9903 is the number. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name?
3: Hi, my name's Pat.
1: Hi, Pat. Where are you calling from?
3: I'm in Connecticut.
1: And how can Stina help you today?
3: Uh, um been going through um difficult times on just about every level and department and wondering if you have a message about the Upcoming future, things are gonna improve.
2: Okay. Oh, let me split the deck here. I was shuffling while you were talking. Sorry to hear things have been going kind of a little yucky for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the first card that I got was the uh, for the past because I'm doing three three card spreads today. So the the past is the nine of swords and it's represented by the Whippoorwill, um which has kind of a little bit of a mournful song and the 9 of swords usually is representing that you're almost at the end of this this kind of painful process um but you're also the the person that has to allow yourself to be uh getting out of that process um the present is the the King of Pentacles, which is represented by Buffalo, and Buffalo is he is really a great strength and a great grounding um, animal. He's great to merge with and call upon if you need to like stand your ground. If you need to, if you're feeling a little weak, if you're feeling a little bit like I can't do this. Um, call on Buffalo because he's got your back, major time. And uh, the picture of the buffalo actually has, um, he's got some scarring on his face where he's gotten into uh, an altercation probably with a coyote or a wolf. Um, or maybe he fought with another buffalo over a mate or whatever. I don't know why the, the scar is there. But he's he's wearing that scar as kind of like a, a badge of honor. Um like i I did have this injury, but I'm stronger for it, and um you know it's it's making me more stable because i'm I'm learning from that situation and I'm building from it and um then the future card I have is two of cups which cups you know they they work with uh, balance uh, and they well twos work with balance cups work with emotion um and twos also work with partnership. So I see that there is some sort of emotional partnership that's going to be coming into your life that's going to be good for you. Um, it's represented by hermit crab. And hermit crab is super self-sufficient. Um, they carry their home on their back. Uh, but... They need that, that balance, and they need that partnership with the, um, the other uh, animal that creates that shell for them. Um, so it's just like a symbiotic uh, relationship, and I really feel that that's a really great thing. And just to add a little extra juice to the fire, I pulled another card, and you got the Magician. So, And the magician, in, in my feeling, is you have the wand in your hand. You can create anything you want. Just focus on what you want. Ask the universe for it, and it will, it will provide for you. So I am th- I'm definitely seeing that things will be getting better. Um, and then the magician is represented by the fox. So fox is another really great animal to ask for, um, ask for help with. Uh, fox usually sh- uh, talks about divine feminine as well. Um, a lot of fables uh, about foxes are shapeshifters. So once again, you're using um, your own magic to create your reality. Um, you're shifting it to suit you instead of the other way around. So I think that things will be getting better soon. Great, sounds good. Thank you so okay. much.
1: Thank you.
3: God
0: bless.
1: Thanks for calling us, Pat. God
0: bless. Thank you.
1: Three four seven. Thank you. Three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is the number. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name?
3: Hi, this is Jane.
1: Hi, Jane. Jane. Where are you calling from?
3: I'm calling from Canada.
1: And how can Sina help you today?
3: Hi. Um, just wondering if with uh, what, what you see coming up for me, see any changes coming up for me with regards to work? Okay.
0: Wonderful. Let's see here. Okay.
2: So. Oh, nice. Okay. So I, I see that you've kind of been a little bit upside down with finances um, in the recent future, or recent past, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And it's kind of made you feel a little ungrounded, a little shaky. Um, mm-hmm. And that you're you're working out of. Um, so that's definitely something that you can definitely write off into the past and flip the page on. Um, you okay present card is the one that's really shouting to me right now and it's the queen of wands and she is represented by a lioness and behind the lioness is let's see seven sunflowers and a crown resting on the the stave which is representing the wands um And she's just content. She's looking off into the distance. Uh, And you don't know if she's actually uh, watching her young, if she's looking out for hyenas, or if she's like, oh, hey, there's a tasty wildebeest over there. Um, I'm getting a little peckish. Uh, So, but she is, like, just very at peace with who she is and um, she is really the embodiment of the divine feminine when it talks about creativity, when it talks about action. Like um, she could pounce and run after that wildebeest in a split second if she so chose, um, but the power is completely in her, her paws. Um, so she's a really good animal for you to merge with right now, Um, And then uh, the future card is the Nine of Wands. And the Nine of Wands is a great card. Um, You've really been working really hard and things are coming to fruition, um, especially with some sort of creativity or drive, some sort of fire energy, because the wands deal with fire. Um, And it's represented by a longhorn sheep. And just the one thing that spirit is telling me, be careful on who you choose to bang your head into the wall for. (sighs) That's, that's the one thing like before you start like just going headlong into that brick wall over and over, Uh just take a second, take a breath and say, is this really worth it? Is this in my highest and best good? or do I choose to pick another battle another day? And um, I I just pulled one more card um, just to kind of solidify that, and it's Justice, and it's represented by a crane. And uh, this crane is just, the wind is blowing, and it looks like it's just about ready to take off, and it's utilizing that wind to help lift it up. So um, When you talk with justice It's all about balance It's all about um, You know karma And karma is going to be on your side And going to figure out the whole um, You know Shiz show that uh, Has been going on In the past And just soar So um, Yeah Ask Lioness for help And uh, Make sure that you ask yourself, why am I beating my head against the wall? <laughs> will it make a difference? And uh-huh. just utilize that that energy to help lift you up.
3: I will. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. And, oh, uh, carry around a piece of pyrite in your left pocket when you can. Pyrite.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. All right. Well, okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> that
0: was
1: Leslie.
3: Awesome so, Thank you.
1: Thank, Yay. Yay. thank you thank so much you. for your call. Thank you. Thank uh three four seven eight three eight nine nine oh three uh is the number here at Psychic Tapestry with Stephen Ludby. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Um, I'm sorry? Say that again? It's Leslie. Let's see where you're calling from. Hi, I'm calling from New York. And how can Stina help you today?
0: Oh, hi. I just want to make sure that I'm on the right path, like I'm, you know, not missing out on anything. Mm Mhm. Okay. Mm Mhm. Let me just cut the cards here. Okay.
2: Okay. So. <laughs> oh one of my favorite cards uh came up. Oh, great. oh wonderful. Yes. Okay, so I pulled the 6 of cups which mm-hmm. is represented by otters. And otter is like one of my my favorite animals to merge with, especially when I get a little bit too stuck in the mud. Um, Otter
0: helps you
3: remember
2: The play So um, It's it's telling you Really like okay you might have Been stuck before um, But it's reminding you to like Not take yourself so seriously Not be So nostalgic um, Mm -hmm. Really experience Like here and now if you ever watch Otters they Mm -hmm. are All about the now all about like what's happening right now. Oh, they're playing with that rock. I want to play with that rock. I mean, they Mm -hmm. they forget about what happened 30 seconds ago and um, they're really, yeah, they're a really great animal to really merge with, especially if you feel like you're taking yourself too seriously. If you feel like you're just, you feel like a lead balloon, that's the animal to go to. Um, And I see in your present, I see strength and that's, um, represented by ox. And so you feel a little bit, I I feel like you're feeling a little bit harnessed, a little bit, like you're just trudging through the same trough going, you know, wherever anybody directs you. And that's okay. Um, because if you are on the path and you're, you're going through, um, you're going through any kind of education. Sometimes you have to go through the path in order to like get to where you need to be, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it can seem really drudgery. Um, and like, Oh, why am I, is this really what I want? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Just trust that, um, the path is going to lead you where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, For the future, I have the sun, which is represented by a ring-tailed lemur. And he's just sitting in this open field, basking in the sun, and he's got his arms outstretched and his eyes closed. And you can just feel that calm zen um, about him. And if you've ever watched a lemur, when they're, like, soaking up the sun, they're just, they're, like, every a bomb could be going off, um, 50 yards away. And if they're just in their zone, they will not be faced. Um, mm-hmm. and it's also lemurs are community animals. Um, so draw from your community. Um, even mm-hmm. if it's just one or two people, um, use them as a support system uh, as well as, you know, supporting them, um, and it's just I see that there's going to be a maybe a little bit of, um, I get the five of cups. So there's going to be a little bit of a bump, but don't mm-hmm. focus on, on the bump itself. Um, try to really, like anything that comes your way that you might not be completely happy with, try mm-hmm. to alchemize. Try to find that, that kernel of gold in all the the mud um because Mm -hmm. this is going to be a really good experience for you and Mm -hmm. it will actually help um it'll help you with some creativity it'll help you with the building what you want creating what you want the the paradigm or the construct that you foresee for yourself um it's it's a very important uh, lesson that you'll be learning. So I'm seeing good stuff. It's a little bit of a bump, but it's okay.
0: Okay.
2: It's, yeah.
0: Okay, I can't complain. I'm with the private.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, just remember, if if things get a little bit too too drudgy, if things get a Mm. little bit too, like, meh, merge with otter, ask Otter to help you find the fun. And even oh, if it's, okay. it's coloring in a coloring book for ten minutes or, mm-hmm. you know, going throwing rocks into the, the water or whatever, you know, your little girl wants to do, just do it. All right. Can't
0: complain. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Thank you so much for calling us. Uh, 347-838-9903 is the number. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name?
3: Hi, my first name is Tanika.
1: And where are you calling from? From New York. And how can Stina help you today?
3: Hi, I
2: wanted to know what you guys see for me with work, um, if anything is going to change or what's, if something's going to happen. Um, things have kind of gotten uncomfortable for me there. Recently, because um, someone new they just hired to work there with me next to me, and
3: um, it's just gotten like very uncomfortable for me. So I'm just
2: wondering if anything is going to change, or if that person's going to leave, or what you guys see the outcome will be. Okay. righty. Yeah. So first, I'm going to tell you. Um, Cause guide was like, what? As you were talking, my guides were like, she needs black salt. Um, black salt is something that you can buy either online or at a metaphysical shop, um, and it's not something that you eat. So do not eat it because it won't taste good. Number one and number two, it's got some stuff in it you probably don't want to ingest. But black salt is it helps ward you and your space. From unwanted negative stuff. So, if your like neighbor that just started is like giving you the like the bad juju, the bad energy, you're like it's making you unsettled or uncomfortable. Take a piece of uh, tape and some black salt, and um, just put a little sprinkling of black salt on the tape, and put the tape directly under the underside of your chair and that will definitely help um, also keep a, a piece like a dark stone um, either black tourmaline or obsidian Some uh, something really really dark dark black or dark brown um, and keep that where you can grab it on your desk um, if things get a little bit sideways um, so that's that's what spirit was telling me. Um, you'll feel drawn to that stone. Uh, it might be something that you already have, or it might be when you um, find uh, in your travels. Uh, it might be even a pebble you see outside um, when you're walking to your car. I don't know. The uh, spirit will let you know which one it is, but it will definitely help transmute some of that negative yucky energy too. Um as far as the reading, um, I see in the recent past you have four of cups, and um, it's represented by octopus. And octopus are great animals; they're great creatures. Their their DNA isn't even um, from this world. They they've done studies on octopus DNA, and they can't figure out because it's not like anything else on this planet. Um, And they can morph uh, into pretty much any color. They can fit into any size, hole, or shape. They're great escape artists. Um, And they really have their environment mastered. Um, And so I I see this this octopus kind of swimming by these four cups, and it looks happy, and it's just like, okay. So I, I totally get where you were before this, this other employee came in, um, you felt like secure. You felt like, I, I know this, I got this, I could do this job by the back of my hand. Um, and so now I'm seeing uh, in the present, it's uh, the eight of wands. And the eight of wands is an action card. It is represented by Mustang. And the horse is like running at full gallop right towards the the viewer of the card. And um, so what I'm I'm seeing is you're definitely it, it feels like you're looking for something else and you're you're you've mastered your job and you're looking you're you're wanting to advance, you're wanting to to be let and allowed to run. And like take it and run with it. Um, I'm thinking because the the future card is um, represented by uh, vulture. It it is the death card, and that doesn't mean literal death. That means transition. And so I feel like um, this this wanting to like take things and run is either going to have you create your own um, place in the, the, the company that you're working for. It might be creating a brand new position that hasn't even been thought of yet. Or it might mean that you're like, hey, you know what? I've done all I can do here. I'm moving on. However, do not do this in Mercury Retrograde, um, I'm getting the Three of Swords. And the Three of Swords is, for me, not actually symbolizing the Three of Sword card. It's telling me three weeks. Don't do anything for three weeks. After the three weeks have passed, you'll have a clearer vision of what's going on. And then I get the Ace of Swords, which is... Represented by Panda, and it is going to be exceedingly clear what you need to do. You're going to be very logical about it. It's not going to be an emotional response. It's going to be a completely, strictly, unequivocal, argumentable reason that you're doing what you're doing. And Panda is is awesome. Um, he Works when he works, he plays when he plays, and he sleeps when he sleeps. Pandas do not have a set sleep schedule. They do not have a set schedule for anything. They feel they do what they want to do when they want to do it because it's logical to them. So um, after your three weeks of just kind of holding holding your own, um, I really feel like you're going to get that that drive of, exactly what you're needing to do exactly why you need to do it and you know don't have to make the logic work for anybody else but you
3: okay so
2: i know it (laughs) three weeks seems like a really long time but that black salt will definitely take the edge off at work
3: Right. I hope I can find it. And I mean, I like this job. I really don't want to have to change. I'm hoping this person will leave, but we'll see what happens, I guess.
2: Well, you, as I said, use that drive to, it might be carving out a completely different um, niche for yourself at that company, Um, you know, making yourself invaluable. So, (laughs) things will work out the way that they need to work out. Right now you just have to be um, cognizant of protecting yourself from that other energy so that way it doesn't seep into your your workflow. Right. And if you can't find it in town um, or in your area, you can find it online pretty easily. Um, any any like metaphysical shop will sell black salt.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. All
3: right. Well, thank you. I'll keep listening if You're that's
0: okay. okay. Oh, absolutely,
3: sure. thank-
1: absolutely. <clears throat> thank you very much mm-hmm. for calling us. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we've been. Uh, I, I just want to mention that. Um, We've got about 20 minutes left, and we're probably not going to be able to get to all the calls. So I wanted to mention we're we're talking to Steena Ludke, and you can connect with her um, on Facebook um, at uh, Shamanic Serendipity. Um, You'll see the page there. Um, I I put a link to that up on our our Facebook page. And you can also check out uh, her drums and um, all kinds of metaphysical tools at, um, at her Etsy shop and it's etsy.com slash shops slash shamanic serendipity. Lots of S's in there. It's tricky. (laughs) Uh, But um, that links up on our Facebook page as well. If you didn't get all those done, I just wanted to mention that as, um, as we're getting short on time and we're not going to be able to get to everybody. um, If, uh, if you have questions or uh, you wanted to connect with, with Stina, those are the ways to do it. But, I'll shut up now, and we'll get back to the phones. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Oh,
3: hello. Uh, this is Ellen, and I'm calling from New York. Hi,
1: Hi Ellen. Ellen. How can How can Stina help you today?
3: Um, Actually, could I just ask for general guidance? Absolutely. Thank you. I'm confused about several things in my life, and I'll just let um, – uh, you decide or the guides decide what is most important for me to hear.
2: Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So your recent uh, past card is the six of pentacles and it is represented by the hen. And um, the hen is treating these uh, pentacles like eggs. Um So it's got five of them like underneath her, and then she's Mm -hmm. looking really introspectively at one in front of her, like seeing if it's a good egg or if it's a bad egg and doesn't need to get kicked out of the nest. And um, I, I feel that that's really relevant because just from what you said, you're evaluating a lot of things in your life. You're evaluating your nest and the eggs in it. And um, should you kick it out? Should you not? Should you keep it? Um, and it's a really great card because everybody needs a little introspection once in a while. Um, and so, like, leading into your current situation um, is the Eight of Pentacles. And the Eight of Pentacles is uh, represented by, a like, a mountain goat. And um, it's on the face of a cliff, and there's these pentacles that are carved into the face of this cliff, and it's at the bottom, and it's looking kind of up to the top. Like it wants to climb up there, but it has to make sure that its footing is sure. Um, And mountain goats are really great climbers. They can climb on like a two-inch ledge. Um, but that's because they've got a really keen eye at what um, what the situation looks like, and I, I'm I'm really getting this if you actually where you are right now and where you want to be, um, it seems like a really pretty good path. It's a little twisty and turny, um, but there's no pitfalls as far as I'm seeing. Um, and your, your teacher card is temperance and temperance is, um, it is represented by a flamingo in all its glory. And it's standing in this lagoon and there's a waterfall in the background and there's a rainbow and it's just like, I'm magnificent. And, um, I, I love that this came up for you because um, whatever you're going to be doing and whatever you, you're seeking guidance in, you've got this. You've got this and you've got a great balance of, um, like, vision and ego. And I'm not going to say ego is a bad thing. Ego is a really good thing. We need ego to step in our own authenticity, to step in our own personal power. Um, And you've got that vision. But temperance also talks about balance. It's talking about not letting ego get too ahead of itself and, um, you know, making sure that everything's checked. And I pulled a a secondary card and I got two of wands. So once again... Ones are creativity, fire, drive, um, you know, forward movement, and the two represents balance and partnership. Um, it is represented by a stingray um, because they they are really interesting, interesting creatures. Um, they can make themselves hidden um, very easily. Um, And they are very adept at adapting to their environment. Um, Some rays can actually even change colors like octopus can. Um, And for the most part, they're very, very peaceful creatures unless you tick them off and then they'll poke you with their sharp, venomous little spike. Um, So Mm. once again, just going to, to temperance. I think that you you may have a little bit of a fiery side to you, um, but make sure that, you know, it's a balanced thing. And um, then Ace of Pentacles comes up. You're going on the right path. Whatever you're planning on doing, it will be fruitful financially. Wow. That's a really great reading, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm super excited for you. Whatever you're going to be doing, um you know uh, just when things get a little rocky merge with mountain goat um when you feel a little bit uh, i don't know if i should be really doing this merge with flamingo he'll be like you got this you are magnificent and you know uh just keep the the stingray barb in check
3: (laughs) i do try (laughs) to do that thank (laughs)
0: you that's good you're welcome
1: Thank you so much for calling. Three four seven eight three eight nine nine oh three is the number. I probably should stop giving up the number since we're not going to be able to get to all of these, but we'll see what we can do. Hi, thanks uh, for hanging nice on. What's your Yeah. What's your first name?
3: Hi, my name is Ashia.
1: And where are you calling from?
3: Hello. Um, Georgia.
1: And how can Stina hey. help you today?
3: Okay. Um hey, um, my question is when will I get a job?
1: When will I get know, a like, job? The
3: right, yeah, in the right stone, you know, like the right crystal for me to, like,
2: um, lose exact shock or something. Okay. Fantastic. Let me see what what the cards are saying. The gods are already talking to me, but I want to pull these cards uh, first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, ooh, let me talk. I want to tell her all kinds of things. Okay, so mm. interesting. Okay. So I I see uh in your recent past it's the six of swords and it's represented by the sugar glider. And um sugar glider they're like a flying squirrel. So they jump from tree to tree, from branch to branch, um, finding the next opportunity. And, um, I feel that that's really significant because I feel that that's what's been kind of happening in your life recently is um you're 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 trying to find your place, you're trying to find your your niche, and it's just like, well, this branch isn't right and this this tree is just not facing the right direction um which is completely okay because I mean, heck, we've all been there, so Um, Mm -hmm. And that's in your past. So we're going to be looking to present, and I see it's eight of cups, and it's salmon. And salmon are really, they're super interesting fish. For the most of their life, they just are happy, and they swim around, do fishy things. Um, But when meeting season happens, they swim upstream. And they they try their best to get up there, and it's arduous, and it's all that. It's asking me to ask you: Are you taking your energy and focusing it, going with the flow, or are you swimming headlong upstream and exhausting yourself? Um, and. Oh. Right now, I, I, I just, the 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 guides are like, you know, she is tired. She's tired of not having the, the job that she wants. She's tired of the situation that she's in. She's just exhausted. And a lot of people are feeling that collectively right now. I mean, we feel tired about everything. We're exhausted about okay. everything. Um, yeah. So what... It's telling me, um, the cards are telling me that um, taking a step and um, polishing up your resume, um, maybe have somebody take a look at it and um, give you some suggestions on um, what, you could tweak to make it better. I think that that'll definitely help turn you around from going headlong up the stream to going with the current. Um, And Knight of Pentacles comes up in your future. And it's represented by a happy little groundhog. And knights um, usually have, like, a really, really great... Um, let's get going. Kind of energy to them. They really are um, go-getters. They they're ready to start. They're ready to to get going. Um, and the groundhog, it, they're master architects, but you don't ever see it because they're all it's all underground. Um, but they have miles and miles of tunnels and caverns and and nests and all of this see a grassy plain unless they pop their head out. Um, So remember that all of this work that you have been doing um, in the past and um, up until right now, people might not see it, but it doesn't take and detract from the value that it's there because you've done this, all of this work for a reason. And it's what's in your highest and best good. And even though they might not see it right now, they will eventually get it. So um the Huh. Okay, I'm getting a Queen of Cups um as well, which is represented by moose. And did you know that moose can swim underwater? Uh-uh. They can. And um, you don't think of a, a moose being able to do that because they're gangly and they're, like, they're huge and they're uh, a land animal. Like, why would they swim right. underwater? Well, it's because sometimes in order to get to the, the fresh shoots on that other bank, they can't cross easily, and so they have to swim. And um, they're so heavy that they really can't they're not so buoyant so they actually swim underwater and um, they almost do the same thing the hippos do Um, they just kind of try to walk across the the riverbed as as well as they can and get to the other side Um, so don't be afraid to take a job that You might have to do something that is not within your wheelhouse to do because sometimes you have to go outside of what your current norm is in order Mm -hmm. to get to those extra juicy green shoots on the other side of the shore. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as crystals, I would suggest... um, go to the metaphysical store and you'll want to pick up i'm going to say focus on green focus on green or gold um, because they both uh, color wise represent financial abundance Um, and i'm also going to suggest getting a blue stone Um, and blue stone uh, it can be sodalite it can be lapis it can be blue calcite Um, Whatever you feel called to to get, as long as it's blue, um, that will help open up your throat chakra and Mm -hmm. carry that blue stone with you in your pocket, on your person. Maybe you'll find it on a pendant, Um, but that will help you vocalize your attributes when you are interviewing. So all of those caverns and tunnels that you build underneath that they can't see, this is the time for you to brag about it. And you Mm -hmm. need a little help with that by your throat chakra opening up. And if you wear a blue stone around your throat or if you Mm -hmm. carry it um, in your pocket, uh, that will help you vocalize that without seeming braggy. Oh,
3: without seeming braggy. Okay, because yeah. I went on an interview, and yeah. I think
2: the guy probably thought I was,
3: you know, bragging a little bit, but I don't know, it just seemed like I didn't I, – interview, I got to go to the third part, which is like a little part-time job, but I kind of felt like the way he was looking, it was like uh, whatever, you know, like that, the manager. Well,
2: you know, some some people, like, unfortunately, we're all human and we're all going right. through our own stories at the same time. So mm-hmm. he might just have been having a bad day, too, or he might have seen something of himself in you that um, maybe triggered something. Uh, but, oh. you know, that's, that, that's definitely not on you. That's on him. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't get that job, you know what? There's another another fish in the sea. Um, right. and yeah, just uh just keep trucking and um the the gold or the green stone that you pick up will help attract um financial abundance. Citrine's a great one. Malachite's a great one, uh green calcite, um yeah, a yellow calcite. But citrine is definitely a good money stone. Um, Pyrite's okay. a good money stone. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry about my dog. Oh, oh it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Well, I'm puppy sitting uh, right now for a friend and uh, Ken's got puppies of his own. So we oh, completely okay. understand yep. about dogs. <laughs> a
1: oh, very dog friendly show.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys.
3: I would definitely
1: be Thank picking you. up some of these sounds. have a good day. Awesome. You too. Thanks, you too. Thank you for calling. Us. Um, oh, I was about to give the phone number out again, and I see that Blog Talk <laughs> Radio is going to cut us off here in a couple minutes. So apologies to everybody who's still on the phone that we couldn't get to you. Um, you can still connect with Stina. Uh Her Facebook page is um, Shamanic Serendipity. And uh, if you want to find out more about drums and other um, metaphysical adornments and neat stuff, it says here, uh, check out her <laughs> Etsy page, com slash shop slash shamanic serendipity. Lots of S's. But um, And the links for that and for her Facebook page are on our Facebook page if you didn't get to jot them all down. Um, Steena, thank you so much for giving a part of your Saturday for us.
2: Well, thank you for having me on the show, Ken. It's always a wonderful uh, time to to chat with you, and I loved being able to give some people readings and just talk about the things that I love, which is drums and
1: metaphysics. Very cool. Thank you so much. Um, thanks to everybody I- for calling in. Uh, apologies again to those who are still on the phone. But uh, we tried to get to as many as we could. Thank you for uh, – thanks to everybody in the chat room, and thank you for listening. I um, hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and, uh, and we will catch you next time on Psychic Tapestry. Take care.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs>